well, we're going to go back in time now. We're going to go to Brompton Cemetery in London. Because Helen Smith from Reuters on the London Daily News of October the 29th, 1998, asked, Is the secret to time travel lurking in an old London cemetery? You see, there is a story that deep within the Victorian Brompton Cemetery in London is a time machine for teleportation, or time travel. It sounds an extraordinary claim, and yet there is much intriguing mystery to this story. This portal to another world is said to be within the Egyptian mausoleum of a spinster named Miss H. Courtoy and her daughters. Like the row of mausoleums in Highgate Cemetery, called the Egyptian Avenue, in Brompton Cemetery stands a 20-foot-tall mausoleum decorated with carved Egyptian hieroglyphics and a huge copper door with a mysteriously missing key. Well, the reporter for Reuters said, Surrounded by trees in the middle of Brompton Cemetery stands a strange, imposing structure carved with elaborate Egyptian-like figures exciting the interest of writers and researchers. The 150-year-old mausoleum is the only one in the cemetery for which no plans can be found. Its occupants are a mysterious trio of spinsters about which almost nothing is known. The sculpture is startling. The trapezoid of dark polished granite is decorated with a narrow band of carved hieroglyphics and has an enormous door for which there is no surviving key. It has not been opened for more than 120 years. Brompton Cemetery itself is arguably one of the most stunning Victorian cemeteries in the world. It covers roughly 40 acres and houses more than 35,000 monuments, which mark the resting place of more than 205,000 burials, with ornate marble headstones, exquisitely designed mausoleums and finely carved angels abounding everywhere within the cemetery. It's where the suffragette Emmeline Pankhurst is buried, and Beatrix Potter wandered here through the gravestones, taking inspiration for the names of some of the characters in her children's books, including Peter Rabbit and Squirrel Nutkin. Well, the occupant of the alleged teleportation chamber or time machine is Hannah Courtoy, who herself had a mysteriously shrouded background. She was born in 1784 and had three daughters, though she didn't marry, which was quite shocking in those days, but she lived with a much older, very wealthy gentleman after becoming his housekeeper. She died in 1849. She'd actually been born Hannah Peters. She never married, and only one of her daughters got married. In 1815, Hannah inherited a great fortune from an elderly wig maker called John Courtoy who was born in France under the name Nicolas Jacqueline. Through his business, he became one of the wealthiest men in London, for everyone wore wigs in those days. When he died, he left his entire huge fortune to Hannah, though the will was hotly disputed in the high courts of London. Hannah had worked for Courtois as his housekeeper and then later taken his name. There were rumours, of course, that she was his mistress, but he was much older than her. Upon her death, an Egyptian-style mausoleum was designed for her, and the man central to its construction was a Mr. Warner, 
who died in a mysteriously obscure way shortly after. Not long before this, Warner had made claims to the Royal Navy that he had invented invisible weapons and sought to demonstrate them to the Navy admirals. Well, in that era, Egyptian culture was very popular amongst the Victorians, or Egyptomania as it came to be called. It was all the rage. Many believed that the pharaohs, with their ancient magic, knew the secrets of eternal life and time travel. And London, of course, has Cleopatra's Needle along the embankment, and the British Museum and the Victoria and Albert Museum are full of relics plundered from Egypt. And much Victorian literature and fiction, like the books of H.G. Wells and Jules Verne, make reference to the possibility of time travel. And Greco-Egyptian texts are also the earliest forms of magic spells in existence. Added to this at the same time, the Victorians were obsessed with the burgeoning spiritualism movement. Miss Courtois' mausoleum was designed by Italian Egyptologist Joseph Bonamy, who spent eight years living in Egypt and who was part of the team that first deciphered the hieroglyphic texts found on the papyri in Egypt's Valley of the Kings. He spent years recording the ancient temples along the Nile, drawing sketches and architectural plans and detailed copies of the buildings and their inscriptions and murals. It was believed that Hannah became intrigued by Egyptian iconography, particularly the hieroglyphics. She believed, it said, that Egyptians had a deep understanding of astrology in their place in the universe, and she invited Egyptologist Joseph Bonamy over to the house for regular visits. Hannah and Bonamy would spend hours discussing Egyptian lore, and they also arranged for a 175-foot-tall monument dedicated to the Duke of Wellington to be constructed, to resemble an Egyptian obelisk. Well, after Hannah died, Bonamy died not long after, and had a depiction of Hannah's tomb on his own headstone, with an illustration of Anubis, the Egyptian god of the dead. And it appears that Anubis is looking in the direction of Hannah's mausoleum. Well, talk of there being a time machine inside Hannah's mausoleum apparently began when an unknown writer called Howard Webster became intrigued by the unusual tomb and began researching its origins and apparently began to believe that the seven-metre-tall building was a time machine built by the maverick Victorian genius Samuel Warner, he of the invisible weapons claim and he's actually buried about 20 metres from the mausoleum as well. So, the theory goes that Bonamy and Warner collaborated using the ancient Egyptian knowledge decoded from the hieroglyphics to create this secret time machine for Hannah. And it's possible that Warner was killed because of these secrets of his invention. Or that he was killed because he could create invisible weapons, which couldn't be allowed to fall into enemy hands. Well, James McKay, spokesman at the Brompton Cemetery, said it could be that some of the papyri the archaeologists of the time were decoding dealt with time travel. The belief that the ancient Egyptians had uncovered the secret of time travel was widespread in Victorian times. 
Maybe the women wanted to cheat death and travel into the future. Perhaps they felt no one would suspect that a building in an isolated corner of a graveyard could be an experimental doorway through time. When Helen Smith from Reuters says, curiously, after Hannah's death and her daughter's deaths, they vanished with no record of their existence. Although, of course, there is a record of their existence because she lived with the wig maker and inherited his fortune. Well, as for Warner, he had been lobbying the British government for money for his invisible weapons, but he wouldn't reveal their secrets without a huge down payment, and he demanded a massive amount of money. He did conduct a spectacular demonstration of his weapons capabilities at Brighton Beach in July 1844, where a large crowd, including representatives from Parliament, and the Navy watched from the shore as a ship was blown up. Although some claimed the ship had been structurally weakened beforehand and rigged with ropes beneath the surface to cause its destruction. Either way, the government tired of Warner's claims and refused to commission his invisible inventions. But did he, with Bonamy, create the time machine? Well, the spokesman for the cemetery, McKay, said, if Warner did indeed believe he was building a time machine, his choice of the cemetery was a shrewd and appropriate one. It was one of the few places where one could work unobserved and where even the most eccentric of structures could be explained away. A cemetery, where the wealthy and famous are buried, is also a location that one could say with great certainty is unlikely to be the centre of redevelopment over time, a place where structures could remain intact for centuries. Well, as for the writer Webster, he says, I like to believe that Warner's is not the body in the unmarked grave close to the mausoleum, that he is still alive and travelling through time in his machine. Well, expert on ancient magical text Stephen Skinner has said, I realised that Ancient magic is really a technology. He's an expert on Egyptian magic, having decoded very, very ancient texts. So he said it's really a technology, it's a series of procedures, and people don't normally associate scientific method with magic. But the great Egyptian magicians were also temple priests. Some of the temples still have formula written on the walls. A couple of magicians who lived in the 2nd century AD were writing down what it was they did and what the results were, and this has been tested so many times and it works. We are talking about something quite real here. Looking at magic from a scientific perspective, spells had nothing to do with mental exercises. They're specific formulas. Well, of course, until somebody gets a key and can get inside this ancient Egyptian mausoleum, no one will know whether there really is a time machine inside of it. And of course, it could simply be a very tall tale. But what is invisible weapons do sound intriguing. <laughs>